0: Listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network, now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Gene Johnson. After Buzz TV. After Buzz. After Buzz TV. From the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz. This is AfterBuzz TV's Sherlock After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Sherlock After Show.
1: Hey there, Sherlock fans!
0: Whoa! It's a, it's a loud
1: intro. we it's, it's, it's an aggressive intro for an aggressive episode <laughs> of an aggressive podcast about an aggressive show about an aggressively <laughs> intelligent detective. Uh, hey there, Lockheads! Sure. We're talking about Sherlock Season Two, Episode Two, "The Hounds of Baskerville." It's totally catching on. Don't judge me. For <laughs> I using like it.
2: Locksters better.
1: Locksters? Yes. Uh, Sherlockians. Maybe it's Locksters that caught on. I don't remember. <laughs> no, lockheads I like come. Lockheads. All right, fine. Uh, we're talking about "The Hounds of Baskerville." I'm Matt Lieberman. Join me on the panel, of course. We got the fantastic and talented Miss Marissa Serafini. Hello, everyone. Yes, we got Yel Teagle. Hi. And uh, Megan Salinas is here. <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, So, gang, it's been a while since I revisited this episode, and I've always appreciated it, uh, mostly because of just how vastly different it is than the other episodes we've gotten. And a large part of that is even just visually being in a different place, getting out of London. I feel like London is as much a part of the show is, is 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 a character on the show almost mm-hmm. you know it's Indeed. it's uh you know it's big it's bustling you know at times it can get a little gr- grimy a little gritty you know so to be out on the moor with this beautiful landscape sherlock looking miles out into the distance already puts us in a different mindset for this very interesting take on what if sherlock was tasked with facing the supernatural what if Sherlock had to deal with a government conspiracy? We get to explore a lot of things that we don't normally get to. Uh, chief in point, what if Sherlock saw something that caused him to doubt everything he knew?
3: And I like that because, you know, London, he, Sherlock seems so set in his ways. He he knows order and whatnot. And then when you take him out of his comfortable element, he, he himself is thinking all these strange things different things so like he's not used to it and i liked how they played upon that and made the story for this hound kind of basketball more interesting i think and i think it's the the story of Honda basketball i've seen so many different versions throughout like my whole life yeah and then just growing up with knowing well, the story can you, for for those then, who
1: who don't know the original story can you just give a quick primer on how that case plays out is this anything like it at all
3: uh, yeah, they they touch upon it, and I feel, you know, with Sherlock, they modernized it with computers and computer access. But in other renditions, uh, um, Sherlock finds out from a painting on the wall and, like, little different things here and there. And then um, also, like, notes that were sent to him um, via uh, newspaper clippings and stuff. So there are a lot of different things added um that have been more modernized with computers and cell phones and whatnot but the story you know it still plays out and it's still true to the original um concept of everything that
2: happens
1: okay what did you guys think of this
2: um i know a lot of people uh i think on twitter and and through the podcast have told us that this episode and um what's the one i can never remember the The blind blind banker. banker that episode how people those are everyone's least favorite episodes sure and this one I I liked it. I really did. It's it's a very clear-cut um you don't have to know anything about the characters or Sherlock. You show up, here is a there's a mystery. They're going to they're going to uh figure it out and and discover what's going on. And it's going to be just a great mystery with a resolve. There's no supernatural aspect. There's, you know, whatever. You don't need to know anything about this Sherlock
1: world. Okay. And I love it. Nice. Um, so let's, uh, Megan, anything?
4: Um, yeah, I, I was actually gonna touch on that with the blind banker. Um, and I think of a lot of the reasons why people like this better than the blind banker is because we do get so much emotion out of Sherlock, and that's something that's missing from that particular episode. Yeah. Uh, from last season. But I, I agree. This was a really fun episode, and there's a lot of elements of humor that I think worked a lot better in this episode than they have, um, you know, at other, you know, in mm-hmm. in the again in the blind banker i yeah. think a lot hit more home it there was a great change of pace with the change of location so yeah even though this isn't the best episode this season like maybe a scandal in Balgravio was obviously uh, this was still a great way to mix things up and it still had a lot going for it all so. it was missing was irene I,
1: yeah. I i'll I'll agree to that okay uh Let's jump in. We're just going to try to take it piece by piece as best we can. We don't have a ton of time tonight. Um So, you know, Sherlock comes home covered in blood with his harpoon. <laughs> that was uh, tedious. Yeah, he was on the tube because uh, no cab would pick him up. And he is just bored and he is jonesing for a cigarette. He's doing so well, but he just can't help himself and he is just tearing the apartment apart. He is paid off every shop that sells cigarettes in a two-mile radius to not sell to him. He's mm-hmm. taking it that seriously and now is, is has serious doubts. Mm-hmm. Um, he
3: even hinted at his other drug addictions, 7% of something, you right. know, which is, as we know, 7% of cocaine, which mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting, you know, just showing his addiction, how he literally just closed the case and, and like, maybe 2 hours ago and he's jonesing for another one so fast.
1: Yeah. Well, he's he's an addict. Mm-hmm. And yeah. addicts always need something uh, to fuel them and if he can't have any of his normal vices then a case is going to have to have to do the trick. Yeah. The only case however that he has is the case of Bluebell, the glow in the dark <laughs> rabbit.
2: Aww, uh poor and he's bunny.
1: yeah, he's not ha- he's not, you know, interested in that until he gets a visit from Henry Knight. Uh, the man out on the moor, uh, who Doctor Who fans, of course, know as Alonzo. He's Alonzi. Um, he's also from,
2: he's yeah. also from uh, Being
1: Human. The British version of Being Human, mm-hmm. of course. Uh, Russell Tovey, he works He works a lot yep. in uh, in the Britain. And uh, <laughs> he, he was out on the moor and he saw what he saw uh, was the same hound that he saw brutally kill his father when he was a boy. Uh, he was wandering out, on the, found wandering, and a dog scared the, the F out of him, and uh, he's trying to tell his story to Sherlock, who just has no patience, um, and then Sherlock breaks him down in, like, just, like, m- with military precision. I think once he realizes that this guy has tobacco on him, he's just toying with him to, so, till he can get him in a place where he will smoke, and he can <laughs> smell the smoke. And, like, I mean, I I used to smoke, and... I still will sometimes stand near people who are smoking, just because I miss the smell. You know, um, so this just this whole thing delighted me. And there's someone pointed out on Twitter. I, I can't remember who it was. Maybe it was Drama Queen Am. I don't know. Uh, that we see we don't see a ton of text on screen uh, in this episode. Mm-hmm. the The visual style for showing Sherlock's prowess is done very very differently. We've got these colored lights. That have words branded into them, but then also most of his uh, deductions about people, accompanied with no uh, no words on the screen, we get more clear images mm-hmm. and more of Benedict, Benedict Cumberbatch's performance. And I, I, I like this the cleaned up version.
3: Yeah, yeah, and even though we didn't get a lot of flying words at us that we do every episode, we still got Sherlock breaking down a lot of random people in his normal Sherlock fashion. Yeah, so, yeah. he yeah. still Not went like to his relaxing. mind
4: palace. He still, yeah. we yeah. still had text flying and images flying. And, but then later on when he's on the computer, that's when we get most of the text and it's done in a very slow fade in and out kind of way. So mm-hmm. it was a good change of pace.
1: Yeah. Um, so Henry, obviously very nervous guy, He's, uh, he had the. I love that he maps out this whole train, this whole train ride. Disappointing breakfast. Girl chatted him up. He got a phone number. He was interested now. Maybe he's not. Uh, spilling coffee, tobacco stains. All great and he does this double fake out where he's like oh I'm sending John I'm not going but I am going because I'm investigating Bluebell Uh, well I'm investigating your case I didn't (laughs) entirely understand what was happening at the end of this scene (laughs) but I'm happy that they got out they got out to Dartmoor and they're at this beautiful little rustic inn (laughs) that only sells vegetarian cuisine Um, and uh, I I guess they only did that so that they could have this uh, red herring of the receipt yeah with mm-hmm. all the meat. Um, I don't know. I'd be bummed if, if I went out into the country and all I could get was a vegetarian cuisine.
2: <laughs> I think what was really interesting, uh, speaking of the red herring, is that John gets two red herring. He gets
1: two red herring clues. He does some investigating this week and neither of the things <laughs> yeah. pay off.
2: Poor John's like, I'm going to do it. I can do this. I've learned mm-hmm. and fail both times. <laughs> oh. At least he's trying. You know, yeah, he's trying to keep up with Sherlock. I can't believe he hasn't given up by now.
1: Yeah, well, it, it definitely it gets difficult. You know, he he finds Umkra for for God's sakes. So he walks all the way out there only to find out that that's just where all the guys in town meet the prostitute, the town <laughs> prostitute who comes to their cars. Mm-hmm. Um was it, like, Mr. Sugar or, like, Mr. Susan or something? <laughs> I don't Was the remember. name of the man that she was with? Uh, <laughs> anyway, they, they, they come to the village, and, you know, they're scouting around. They find the Great Grimpin in Minefield, uh, and we get more, uh, you know, are you gay questions from people. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> every you know,
3: episode. Every episode. It's a necessity.
1: Yeah, you can't let up. Now, once you've established a pattern, you can't yeah. stop. Um, so... They decide let's we gotta break into Baskerville. Mm -hmm. We gotta know what's going on at this secret government facility. So Sherlock had lifted this ID card off of Mycroft, you know, ages earlier. Right. You know, Mm -hmm. just in case and finally it pays off. And I love this sequence because it's it's again, it's playing with the formula. It is a classic, not quite a heist, but like, you know, we're casing a joint, we're somewhere where we shouldn't be. We only have twenty minutes. Get in, get out. And um, I like the the jolt of electricity that that brings, knowing that they're on the clock. Because mm-hmm. normally, you know, the only clock that they've ha- that they have is like to save a life, but like mm-hmm. to avoid getting caught t- when they're actually breaking the law is different.
3: Twenty four minutes, <laughs> Microcraft is getting slow. But I loved how visually how far we see Sherlock and them actually succeed. How many doors they had to go through, mm-hmm. and just how far they that they actually went to to get all that information I thought that was fun and also
2: that they show you every time he swipes the card and goes through the door it sends a like hey is this supposed to happen Mm-hmm. Hey, is this <laughs> is
4: it this was, this was really happens? cool to see um, the technology side of it, mm-hmm. and to go, oh, yeah, like they're this is a military facility. Yeah. They are yeah. going to get in trouble if they're caught. Oh, yeah.
1: absolutely! And I loved seeing John pull rank.
4: <laughs>
2: yes, that was <Just> effortlessly.
1: <laughs> it was beautiful. Yeah, um, lots of fun for John this week. Uh, they they break in and they meet uh, a couple of doctors. They meet Doctor Franklin, who like. Upon watching the episode back, I'm like, how did I not know this guy was responsible the whole time? Yeah. Because he's everywhere.
4: He's pretty... It's because he came to their aid earlier on. You think, oh, this guy. You, we can count on this guy. He knows what's up. He, was well, he, knows, up... <laughs> he knows too much. Yeah. Yeah. That's the problem. We also
2: got to meet Stapleton. Yes. Um,
1: Dr. Stapleton. Yeah. And I love when the two cases join and he just throws up the little, the little notepad, it says bluebell, his slightly psychic paper, uh, <laughs> and it shows bluebell, and she's like, do you do you I'm know my, talking my daughter? To my daughter. What the what the hell? <laughs> that's you a question creepster?
2: Yeah, that's what you ask the strange man who knows yeah. your daughter.
1: Yeah, what the hell? Are you what, <laughs> Whoa, what do you know you about have, my daughter, you You fuck? have
4: to be a little bit respectful because he is pretending to be Mycroft. I guess. So this is the man who is the British government. That's so true. So even if it is raising a whole bunch of alarm bells and red flags, it's still <laughs> somebody who Owns you essentially. It's a strange man who knows your daughter. <laughs> it's creepy. I'm not trying to defend it. It's creepy. But like you also have to you have to be tactful about it, it when you're going about so, that one. She
2: was just so British about it.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so incredibly British. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm just gonna take a real quick second to talk about iTunes. Don't you dare skip! <laughs> Don't you skip this? This, this is, is important, important okay? You were about to skip, but now you haven't. And because you haven't, I'm going to let you in on a little secret, people. What? What'd Nothing. you get? Did you get a nice tweet? I got something that I'm going to share after you do this. Okay. Uh, here's the thing, people. We uh, we do this show because we love Sherlock and because we love interacting with you. We love being able to inform and entertain you on a weekly basis. It's, it's honestly, it's a real gift and a pleasure because you guys are the best fans on the entire planet. We issued a challenge that we did. not a week ago. Uh, that we said, you know what? We had four episodes left to do. We wanted to get to 75 ratings on the show before we finish our run. Now, we were around like 41 ratings last Tuesday. Today, we are at 65. You guys have done an amazing job. Five-star ratings. I couldn't ask for anything more. You guys are so amazing, and you left a lot of great reviews as well. I'm going to explain why these are so important. I know it. I, I do it every week, but just just to be sure. The fact is... These are the only way that our bosses know that we are doing a great job, that we're connecting with an audience, and that they like what we're putting out and they want to see more of it. That way, more resources can be thrown our way. That way, we have better access to getting guests. It's the best way for other people who are looking for a great Sherlock podcast to find out which one they should pick. So... Anything you can do, it helps the cause, and it raises the the water level, not just for this podcast but for every show that afterbuzz does we we We're so happy to be a part of your lives. It really means a lot for you guys to give back and be a part of ours. It means a lot, and also you get great shout outs on the show <clears throat> now I'm not sure if I read this last week. But I'm going to read it anyway. Um, from Bellamel, really enjoyable podcast. So, my morning favorite morning show was canceled and my morning commute got boring. So, after weeks of trying other morning shows, I finally just started to start listening to podcasts on my morning commute. This show is the first podcast subscription <gasps> oh. that they got and uh, he or she is hooked. Great job, gang. So, thank you, Bella Mel. Uh, five stars from Raven Diva. Sherlock meets Afterbuzz. Sherlock meets Afterbuzz. Finally. What the heck took so long? The hosts are fun and entertaining. The discussion is thought-provoking and upbeat. I, if I could give you guys ten stars, I totally would. Excellent job, you guys.
4: Aww. I am
1: officially a Libra fan. <laughs> <laughs> Libra fan
4: Hashtag Libra fan un- Lieberfins, that, Lieberfins. That was that was yes. the official term right. hashtag
1: Lieberfins I uh, love it it's a trending thing it's trending uh, great after show for a great show from uh, uh, MAMPDX2 uh, so glad to have finally found this podcast slash YouTube cast a very fun analysis of one of my favorite shows and I'm delighted they're now going back to the beginning of the series um, and uh, love 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 from Rosemary42 I love Sherlock I love your podcast I have a question for you though and we can we can talk about this question after we're done with with shout outs. Uh last night I, wa- I rewatched his last vow. Okay, since this is a th- a question about the 3rd season, we're going to put it at the end of the show because some folks have been complaining about us giving spoilers. I know they're not spoilers cuz episodes have come out recently, mm-hmm. but for mm-hmm. people who are starting from the beginning, we don't want to spoil it for them. So we'll we'll talk about this question at the end. Uh remind me, please. Okay. Um so happy from Menaton Flow. Uh, just started watch Sherlock. I was very happy to find this After Buzz show uh, with Matt Lieberman. <laughs> I love Matt and the other hosts for Sleepy Hollow. I will listen to any show with Matt. Just uh, one suggestion, please. No spoilers about the other two seasons. Thank you. <laughs>
2: Yeah, Matt, stop spoiling
1: Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I love everyone. Great show. Him, he's Roger's he's blood. Roger's legs. Cause super I'm not red. Used, I'm, not, I'm not good at receiving compliments. It well, really, all these comments have you in it. <laughs> not all of them. This one doesn't mention me at all. Okay. <laughs> Rogers Lacks 24 all the hosts continue to be fantastic all the hosts continue Thanks, to be Ryan, fantastic giving great insights and different points of view that I haven't thought of before you always manage to cover magically cover all 90 minutes of this episode in 60 minutes thoroughly best podcast on the air hashtag we beat the walking dead
2: nice <laughs> uh, <laughs> barbat bar
1: 14 great podcast love this panel RT and me such a fun podcast Matt can yell as much as he wants I love listening to this podcast if you're a fan of the television show do yourself a favor rate the podcast uh, his face though fun 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 uh What a great show from Double Stewart. I'm sorry, I'm rushing through these. We we have a limited amount of time tonight. And Alfie LJ, a necessity to help a suffering addict get through withdrawal. Um, so thank you all uh, so much for listening.
2: Yeah. Um, what amazing. did you get? I just got and I can't. It's not showing up on my thing, but uh, Cuff something with three numbers. Uh, who is watching live oh, in hey. Australia? Oh, and hey there! It's Hello. their 18th
1: birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, birthday, yo. You rock. Okay? Go, you. Go out and
2: celebrate. Australia.
4: Tweet at me again, and I will read your name. It disappeared.
2: I'm sorry. (laughs) Happy
1: happy birthday.
4: And special shout out to uh, Sam Hynix. Yeah. I think think that's how you pronounce it. I'm not quite sure.
1: He's uh, he's sick, apparently. A little
4: under the weather, so get well soon. Yeah.
1: So a friend friend of the show. Okay. So uh, let's jump back in. Mm Mm-hmm. After they finally get out of Baskerville just in time, thanks to the assistance of Doctor Franklin, who gives uh, uh, Sherlock his cell number,
4: mm-hmm.
1: they go out to Dewers Hollow in the middle of the night to face the demon that Henry is so afraid of.
4: To Doers Hollow.
1: To Doers Hollow. Yeah, what no. did I say?
4: No, is sh- it Dowers or uh, it's
1: Doers? Okay, D W S Hollow. <laughs> The home of the devil. <laughs> oh, no. It's a creepy hollow. Yeah, really. it's a
4: creepy it hollow. It is. It's a creepy place. Is it a
1: sleepy hollow? No, it's not a sleepy <laughs> hollow. It's
4: it does look like some place that would be a, in a, a hollow. sleepy-esque hollow. Okay,
1: come on. Limited Moving time. on. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, as as happens in hollows, they get separated. John's mm-hmm. off by himself. sees Umkra. And Sherlock and uh, Sherlock and Henry go down into the hollow where the the fog is spreading, this gas is spreading, and they see the hound. And it freaks Sherlock out. And we get that great, like, almost reverse crane shot as it's being pulled up to the top of the ridge. And he's hearing it, and he's seeing it, and he's freaked out, he's terrified, but he refuses to admit that he saw it
3: yeah I think like the use of that cinematography that just shows that this thing is above sherlock. It's the only thing that's really has gotten like has tapped him in mm-hmm. in any mystery that he doesn't solve. He's underneath that he can't figure it out yet.
1: Mm-hmm. he can't figure it out uh and they wind up back at the hotel, and Sherlock is thoroughly, thoroughly shaken mm-hmm. um for the first time in his life, or at least in a very long time, he doubts himself, he doubts his intellect, he doubts his own mind. And we get this amazing classic scene in uh, in the cafe where he's kind of sipping his drink and uh, John's trying to break through and Sherlock is just shutting him out entirely and then feels the need to prove himself. Mm-hmm. So he has this, like, three-page monologue <laughs> in, like, a minute. All these um, who was it who said, maybe it was a Twitter thing, maybe it was one of you guys who said... Um, Next to the monologue in parentheses, Mark Gatiss wrote, "Sorry, Benedict."
4: <laughs> that was somebody on Twitter, somebody on Twitter. Um, and I think uh, they also mentioned that Benedict has said that Sherlock's mind works way faster than Benedict can talk. Yeah. so that's <laughs> completely understandable in this scene.
1: Totally, yeah. he's he's talking so fast, it's like word bullets ripping through these people as he as he completely tears apart this uh, this woman and her son who's trying to get money from her. Um and it's just it's a classic moment mm-hmm. so you know um, John runs off you know he's PO'd, he sees the the light blinking he's like I'm gonna find out what this is prostitute what is mm-hmm. yeah uh, which ultimately becomes a very important thing as Sherlock figures out what's going on here it helps him figure out that it's an acronym that hounds an acronym um, and uh, I love what happens next as John's walking back, he gets a text from Sherlock that's like, um, you know, Henry's therapist is at the bar. Um, so, interview interview her? Why? Why would I? And then he texts him a picture. He's like, ooh, you're a bad, bad man. <laughs> that John Watson is one randy bachelor. The
2: man likes the ladies. I, I think it's what? more that he's always getting sea blocked
4: by Sherlock.
2: That's true.
1: C-blocked by Sherlock. Yeah. Sure-blocked? He's being sure-blocked, Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah.
4: Hashtag um, sure Well, I mean, and Sherlock's the type of person that's going to invite himself on one of John's dates. Right. Mm-hmm. So. Thus, yeah. C-blocking.
1: Yes. Sure-blocking. <laughs> uh, so, he he goes down to the bar, and without really saying who he is, he starts chatting her up and trying to get information about Henry, uh, only to have Dr. Franklin come over and totally sure-block him. Yeah. <laughs> By revealing that he's a huge liar, mm-hmm. and that uh, and that he's on a case, and that he's just been chatting her up just to get information, no love. Uh, sorry, Doctor Watson, no time for love.
4: And yeah. that's why he's a randy bachelor. That's why he's a randy
1: <laughs> bachelor because he keeps getting sure. It's so always mm-hmm. so
4: heartbreaking to see with John because it's like ah oh, no just just find a nice girl yeah, yeah. we and, just want him to get laid right
1: and now <laughs> uh, yeah. And we can't talk about season three. Yeah, That's no, so, not yeah. yet. Isn't that so strange not, to not be able not to talk yet. about it?
4: Well, it's really but, difficult too because you can't not know right. something that you already know
1: that we're already given. <laughs> yeah, away. And,
3: and the thing is, is that Watson's always hanging out with Sherlock, and Sherlock mentions it himself. He's quite the loner; and he doesn't have friends. So if you're going to constantly be with someone who is very, uh, you know, not sociable, you know, John's gonna. That's going to affect
4: John's life too, so yeah. he's well, not going to have anyone yeah. around. And him. maybe he's so just tired he just of constantly getting accused that he's gay. No. He yeah. just wants someone. I don't think Not he's...
1: accused. Not accused,
4: labeled. but labeled, yeah, yeah.
1: Very much so. Okay, mm-hmm. so. Uh, sorry, sorry. Go ahead.
2: Just, uh, it's Alexander Cuff, Cuff444. Birthday. Alexander ah. Cuff. Happy, sorry. Birthday. Sorry. Happy birthday. Happy birthday.
1: Happy birthday. Moving on. So, in the morning, Sherlock goes to, to Henry's and he's got an idea. Mm-hmm. And he runs in. And he's like, I'll make you a coffee. Fancy a coffee? Runs in, steals some sugar, and then totally just bails without making the <laughs> coffee. Um,
2: Which seemed totally, like, normal to me. I didn't even consider that he was doing something. Yeah. I, I was like, yeah, was he's just being rude.
3: Watching, no, I thought it was... A- out of place, but it was kind of like Sherlock's way of being nice after what just happened the night before. And then that was just Sherlock's nice way of saying, I'm sorry for what happened. Here's some coffee that I made you. I mean, when does Sherlock ever do something for someone else? <laughs> That's very that true.
4: Yeah. I Watching this, I didn't think anything about it the first time through. I thought, I was like, oh, when he's making the coffee for John. Um, I totally thought the first time through, he was like, okay, he's learning, he's, he's learning, he, he said something very hurtful, and he's trying to make up for it, like he did with Molly in the previous not, episode, not and then watching this the second time, I'm like, you are a bad friend, <laughs> shame <laughs> on you,
1: <laughs> shame on you, Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, uh, I could hear Mrs. Hudson's voice. Oh, we need to bring up Mr. Chatterjee. <laughs> Mr. Chatterjee's got the two secret wives, oh, and Mrs. she totally Hudson. is berating him. Oh, Mrs. Hudson. I don't Hudson. know about you
4: guys, Mrs. Hudson is one of the very few people I would never want to mess with.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Ever, no. She got it. Sherlock to make sure that her husband died in prison. <laughs> yep. Jesus. Huh. Um. Yeah, so Greg shows up, Uh, And it is labeled as Greg for the very first time in the series. Uh, Traveling
4: incognito. Mm -hmm. Why else would you be calling yourself
1: Greg? That is
4: his name. (laughs)
1: Brown is a nut. He just returned from holidays on another holiday uh, because Mycroft wanted someone to check up on him. And they use him to their advantage when John pulls out his little receipt Mm -hmm. from his pocket. Mm -hmm. And we discover that the hotel owners, in an attempt to drum up business, uh, had gotten a dog and were just feeding it. And that was that was, that was was the hound. It was just a
0: dog.
2: Honestly, watching this episode, I remember the first time seeing it. There's the guy giving the tours. There's mm-hmm. the little inn and their dog. And I was like, why isn't there more of this? Like, these are smart people. They want tourists. They want business. Why aren't more people doing this?
1: Because this isn't Scooby-Doo.
4: <laughs> and we would have gotten away with it, too, if it hadn't been for that meddling <laughs> well, like, detective. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I
2: mean, I just expected more people to have just giant dogs everywhere in this yeah. town to throw you off
1: well I mean if they did it first then you don't need multiple dogs well, you, first, you, you're talking th- about you want a conspiracy of multiple people like something to hot alive.
4: fuzz style where the whole town's in on it or something I is guess it?
1: But the the spoiler sp- for hot <laughs> fuzz. Yes. Thanks. What?
3: Thank you very much. But the the thing <laughs> is like this story they make a very specific a very specific dog, a black mastiff, a mm-hmm. big hound. Yeah. So you know, if you have more than a few dogs then you're gonna obviously point pinpoint oh, it's this dog. Yeah. Not the other ones.
2: Well I just I don't know. I just expect like if you've ever been to, um, you know, Roswell, there are people with their little alien stores everywhere trying right. to get you to buy <laughs> alien crap.
1: Right. But so in like- this town... All aliens versus one <laughs> murder from one hound.
4: Well, and this is, you know, uh, I think it was the television special that that right. aired that was really prompting this tour stuff to begin with. Yeah. And so th- it was a fairly recent thing.
2: I just, I'm just saying if I had a town where something cool like that happened, I would be one of those people who'd open a like themed
4: inn. Who would right. open like a ghost tour type thing. Yeah. That would be really fun.
1: Well, now we know that you you take advantage of people and their curiosity. Yep. And that you value the almighty dollar above all of other things. Yeah. You found
4: your true yeah. calling, yo. Yeah. Duh.
1: Okay. So uh, they go back to Baskerville, mm-hmm. and uh, Sherlock talks Mycroft into getting him 24 hours uninterrupted access. And he talks to Major Barrymore. Uh, about, you know, getting this very specific kind of access Well, he sends John down to the lab to uh, to look for the hound. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. uh, John's wandering around and he stumbles through this room that says, if you go in there, you're going to get a cold. <laughs> and I'm like, why doesn't he have a cold now? That's the greatest sign ever. Right. And I'm just like, you, when you see that sign, you don't open that door, you big dummy. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a cold. Well, that's <laughs> yeah. why, because he was developing this instead of the cold stuff. Anyway. Um... <laughs> He, uh, yeah, so John gets dosed with the toxin, and he's wandering around, and suddenly he's locked in this lab, and it's just bright lights everywhere, and there's a hound, and he's terrified, he's on the phone with Sherlock, and then to get the reveal later, and to watch John running around in this ordinary, (laughs) empty lab, and Sherlock is watching it's just the funniest thing.
4: John's totally tripping as he's running (laughs) through the
1: dark. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, it was I like, I like this episode. Activity.
4: It really
3: touched upon now the, the friendship of Sherlock mm-hmm. and John, now they're at the point where they're literally just joking around with each other and playing all these knee tricks. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I then then earlier we had the
1: bet. The bet is like I, I think I think I believe we said 50. You know. Yeah. Um, it's like, fine, you're gonna rope me into this uh, 50. 50 yeah. quid, please. <laughs> um, I loved that. And uh, yeah, they discover that it's this toxin. Just in time as Henry is going bananas, oh, man. he's got a gun in his hand. He almost shot his therapist, who, even though she hates John, somehow got his phone number um, in the mix of their you whole You tête know tête. he gave her. <laughs> he that. led with the phone number because she walked away before he could give it.
2: He probably because he. I'm a friend of of. Uh...
1: Of, of Henry's, henry's. yeah.
2: I I
4: care and I'm worried about him.
2: Here, take my. Here's humber. my. <laughs> yeah.
1: um, please sit down. And yeah, that's that how that
4: yeah. how that works. Um, what did you guys think, just real quick, of uh, the the scene where where the hound is in or what looks like the hound is in Henry's backyard?
1: Oh my god, so scary! That was creepy. With the yeah.
4: with the lights flashing. With the lights
2: like yeah. constantly
1: and it flashing. Actually, that was like.
3: Pulled straight out of a horror thriller movie, and mm-hmm. which I thought was awesome, it was so simple like the but the scary lights of just turning on and off and then sound effects that like you don't know, and what then it all is. of a sudden,
4: just the bang on the glass door, yeah, they, that was, they
3: really yeah. played upon the audience's suspic- uh, suspicions and yeah. stuff like that, and the suspense there was wonderful was suspense,
1: awesome. um, and yeah. then you know they chase him down to doer's Hollow. Where he's got the gun ready, he's going to off himself once and for all because he's being driven insane. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, they meet him just in time to try to convince him that the hound isn't real. They're all being exposed to the gas and they see the hound and it's huge and it's demonic and it's got the red eyes. And uh, unfortunately, John shoots it on its way down. And it's a, just a regular dog. It's just a sweet little pup. It's just a pooch. They killed it because of Franklin, who comes out wearing his gas mask, looking like a demon, or like something out of Fallout 3. Are you my
4: mummy?
2: Yeah. Or that. That's exactly. what I was thinking. Yeah.
1: Um, and, you know, Henry tries to kill him. He he killed his father. You know, we find out he was a member of the team in uh, uh, Liberty, Liberty, Indiana. Indiana. At Hound, trying to make this drug.
2: Um, Hound, for those who missed it, is the last names Hanson, Omera, Uslowski, Mm -hmm. Nader, and Dyson. Mm. Hound, Dyson.
1: Um, (laughs) That's a lost girl reference. (laughs) I I got it. Don't even even trip, Sherlock fans. We're not going to do any more of that. So, um, (laughs) yeah. So, we catch our our evil perp, or we we were about to, when he Mm -hmm. runs away, right into the Great Grimp and Minefield... And the biggest explosion <laughs> I could have ever imagined from a single mine just goes off. Mm-hmm. And it's like a mammoth explosion that actually looked pretty practical. I don't know if that was like a real explosion or a fake explosion, but it looked great. Um, it's
3: probably special effects upon a real explosion. Yeah. To make it twice as big.
1: Yeah. But justice is served. Hopefully, our daring heroes got paid a whole bunch because Henry is rich. Yeah. Yeah. I think my
2: favorite part of the whole episode is when John's like, Are you um rich?
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful sense of tact. Yeah. Um and you know, everything just kinda gets wrapped up real tight once once uh once our once sorry, once Watson finds out that Sherlock did all that stuff to him, and we fade to black until we fade up on Moriarty. I, alone in this cell in this insane asylum-looking thing, and he's released, and he's just scratched Sherlock into every surface of this thing.
2: Well, who released him?
1: That's the question. Why was he caught? Who released
4: him? But why would you let a psychopath out? That was exactly <laughs> what have- I was screaming at the at the screen the first time I watched this. I was like, one. How did you guys catch him? Two, why are you why letting him go? go? He's
1: got powerful did allies. We not, did we not Sherlock's see Sherlock's name is
3: literally written all over the place. You know he's obsessed with Wait, someone. Why would you let him out? Did
2: I hallucinate this or did not Mycroft let him go? No, I don't think it was he Mycroft. He wasn't in
1: the room, but I could have sworn it looked like Mycroft looking in from the next the room next door. Yeah. Which means that he must have caught him using the, fo- the, the stuff that was on Irene's phone mm-hmm. as evidence and was able to find him, track him, let him... Uh, and, and capture him. But the, why they let him out, I honestly can't imagine. I'm like, why
4: are you doing that? Stop him. Stop him. Stop him. Send yeah. him back into the room. Put him in a straitjacket. He nope. is insane.
1: Jerks. Um... Okay, the way that I think we're gonna do this now, does anyone have any more points that they want to make? Just one. Yeah.
2: um, I just want to point for the Whovians out there that the woman, the TV reporter from the uh, documentary way in the beginning, is uh, Chipo Chung, who played Chanto in Utopia and the fortune teller in turn left. and it was great to see her again. Chan, that's
1: great news, though. Thank you. Yeah. And,
3: and, and also the hound that they actually used, uh, and that the whole climax scene was that it was so animated, you can tell. And I think that was like the really fake you part um, of the point to part, make it it's like this it, really isn't real. It's not real. But uh, in other adaptations of Hounds and Basketball they actually do use dogs um for the story and they just put like to make them look radioactive, they put this I don't know, green kind of coating over them to make Gross. them like make look them- <laughs> real, like feral and wild and that kind of thing. So yeah. I liked how this new version of like they went the animated way. Yeah. <laughs> Very modern
4: yeah. so yeah, um uh, there was one. That I really did like how Greg looked like he was having fun getting to be um, part a part gang. of the investigation this time. He looked like he was just having a ball. Of course yeah. he was.
1: Scotland Yard, man. He gets to finally, you know, not throw some punches, but throw his weight around. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Go, Greg. Um, okay. So I, I, I think we're just going to give our contact information now. And then we're going to ad- address this uh, this question, so we have a spoiler wall. Is okay. that all right? Yes. Okay. Um, so, Marissa, where can the people find you?
3: You can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at TV. That is S-E-R-A-F-I-N-I-T-V.
1: Okay, and Yale.
2: Uh, people can find me online at yell.tv, That's Y-A-E-L.TV. And on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Yale Teagle. That's
4: Y-A-E-L-T-Y-G-I-E-L. Okay, Megan? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at TheManguin. That's T-H-E-M-E-N-G-U-I-N.
1: Okay, and you can find me on Twitter at Matt Lieberman, M-A-T-T-L-I-E-B-E-R-M-A-N. Uh, and you can find me all over the place. That's not important. Uh, so, just consider that a spoiler wall. If, if you don't wanna- SPOILER ALERT! Yeah. thank you. SPOILER ALERT! If you have spoiler yet to watch alert. Season 3, you don't wanna know anything about it. And it now. You should end it right now. <laughs> we'll miss you. We have one more episode that we're, we're taping tomorrow and, uh, we're- I apologize, we started a little late today and that's why we kind of had to- power through at just a massive pace. We're going to try to give Reichenbach Fall the time that it deserves, because it's a really wonderful episode. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, so this question from uh, Rosemary42. Um, In his last vow, near the end, when they are deciding what to do about Sherlock, a man accuses Mycroft of having familial emotions, and Mycroft responds that he should know him better, and that he knows Quote, What happened to the other one? Did anyone else catch this? What do you think he's referring to? Another Holmes sibling? Is Irene Adler a sister? Moriarty a brother?
4: No, they uh, did. They, I I believe he said the um, that it was a reference to another Holmes brother.
1: Hmm. Um, I mm-hmm. I
4: think that's what it was. It's been a little bit, you know, going through the season. I'm I'm forgetting. Right, it's a little hazy. Um, but I believe he said the other Holmes brother. And so it sounds like there was another Holmes brother, but we don't know what happened to him.
2: I think we definitely touched on this when we did the podcast. I remember speaking about it. Um, and I agree. I think it, there's another Holmes brother. Um, and I believe in the article that I tweeted out about uh, the, sh- the relationship with Mycroft and Sherlock, there is mention of possibly a third brother. I think it's in that article. OK. So go through my Twitter and find that.
1: Uh Marissa any thoughts?
2: I'm
3: going to go with them. <laughs> okay.
1: I'm very curious, I, you know, for it to be Moriarty would be a massive departure from uh the established canon. Wow.
4: And somebody, uh, a lot of people have been commenting um, at the end of season three that Moriarty actually had a brother. I, I don't know if that's true. Is that, is that true? Is, that is
1: true. That is true from the books. So mm.
4: that there's potential that Moriarty's brother is uh, a part of uh, you know, this whole setup where it looks like he's back. Right. But is he really? We don't know. Okay.
1: Well, these are all interesting questions. I mean, we're all dying for a season four. Hopefully it doesn't take two years to get it. We only yeah. have one more of these shows left. I'm going to miss doing them. I really, really enjoy doing these with you guys. There's a lot of Sherlock stories out there, though. I know. There's that's a lot saying. of Sherlock stories. Um, you know, it would be cool to do some kind of book club. I don't know if that's a thing. <laughs> But, I want to uh,
3: cover the Jeremy
1: Brett versions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, someone I think mentioned that on Twitter. I don't know I, where I got that idea. Was one of the it, fans. If that's so, a great thank series you. as well. Thank you. Um, okay. That that's all for us tonight. I want to thank everybody for downloading, streaming, watching, listening. You're all the greatest. We have one more show to do tomorrow. We got one full day to get us up to seventy five ratings. Go do it. It's
0: fast. Click 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 click. Good night.